the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good evening, Hoop fans. And welcome to another edition of Countdown to Tip-Off. Terrence Arney here, joined by my good friend John Heil. And we are back home. We've been on the road for quite some time. <laughs> it does feel, feel good to be back home. <laughs> uh, we are back home at the Dog Pound where the Bulldogs are in, are participating in their regular season finale here tonight, playing host to the Shelbyville Golden Bears. And, John, I'll see if you will remember this. It's... The, the Bulldogs have ended their season with Shelbyville for the past several years, and for whatever reason, it has always come down, at least the last three seasons, it has always come down to the last play, a last shot, a one-possession ball game every single time. So don't let Shelby's, Shelbyville's inferior record of 9-12 and 12, uh, make you think this won't be a good ball game. Uh, for like I said, for whatever reason, these two teams always play tough this last game of the season. And it's always as they manage to get everything stuck. And it's always interesting because yeah, like you said, irrespective of records, yes, Shelbyville could be having a down year, Batesville could be having a down year. The game is always competitive, regardless yeah. if it's here or if it's up. I don't know what they call it, the Bears then. You would think, but it's it's that is a unique. Speaking of unique stadiums throughout this area, they've got they play in a dome. They play in a round dome, very not unlike the wigwam from Anderson. Cor- correct, correct. And then the inside of that gymnasium is nice too, because it almost looks like a museum to that '54 team. Was it '54 when? Oh, that was Milan. Milan. I apologize. Uh, I knew there was a number that was sticking in my mind, and now it's. Now it's escaped me when Shelbyville won a state title. And the star player on that team, that's the name of the floor as well. Wow, that's going to bother me for some part of the night. We'll look it up later. But at any rate, that's what we're here for. And another special treat tonight. It is senior night as well. These Bulldogs will salute the career of Cole Pride and other seniors throughout the cheerleading squad and band. They were... Uh, welcome here tonight and had the opportunity to come to center stage and receive uh, their flowers. And in the student section, to commit to commemorate senior night, they are all dressed in uh, senior attire with <laughs> the gray hair, spectacles, and walking canes all throughout that section. It's been a great season for these Bulldogs, John. 15 and 6. Uh, of course, we had the draw uh, on Sunday. We'll talk about that as the night goes on. So the Bulldogs, they know who they're going to play. Uh, and the same goes true for these Golden Bears. They'll be taking on East Central in their first matchup. Um, you've got that look on your face like you know something that I don't. Go ahead. Tell me when Shelbyville won that state title. Well, that's not what I was getting to, but that's 1947. 47. Okay, there we go. Um, I mean, to be real clear, actually, to put on the nerd glasses and the buck teeth and the whole nine yards, Batesville doesn't really know who they're playing. Right. They know who they could be playing. Oh, you're right. Well, they Because they drew that buy-in, buddy. That is probably the best sexual to get a buy-in. Yes, yes. 
Again, we'll talk about uh, their next uh, a game. We don't know their opponent, like you said. We'll talk about their next game here later on through the night. But thank you so much for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. Got about eight and a half, just under nine minutes, we'll say, before tip-off here. And we'll step aside momentarily, come back, give you the tail of the tape of these two squads in just a moment here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Let the veterans of Foreign Wars Post 3183 do the cooking for you. DFW Post 3183 is having an open to the public country fried steak dinner this Saturday from 4.30 to 7.30 at the post on East Boeringer Street, downtown Batesville. Country fried steak with your choice of two sides, including mashed potatoes and gravy, corn or green beans, and a dessert, all for the low price of $14. That's an open to the public country fried steak dinner this Saturday. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Countdown to tip-off rolls on here from the dog pound as the Bulldogs set to host the visiting Shelbyville Golden Bears. We want to thank you for joining us for Countdown to tip-off as well as thank our sponsors, sponsors for making this broadcast possible. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt Nell Code, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Margaret Mary Health, and Ivy Tech Community College. We made mention of Shelbyville's record as they come in here for this last second tune-up before sectional play, 9-12 and 12 on the year. Bulldogs transversely 15-6. and six. And as I mentioned, it's been a really good year for the Bulldogs. And they've been led by none other than senior Cole Pride. Cole averaging about 16.5 points a game, leads the team in rebounds, and he chips in another 3.5 blocks a game just for good measure. 
And on the other side, Shelbyville, they'll be led by senior guard Ollie Sandman. Sandman, he averages 17 points a game for the Golden Bears. So, again, don't let that nine and uh, that nine win record fool you. This is a, for- a formidable team. And, of course, their out-of-conference schedule, John, was brutal when you take a look at it. And they've got some wins against some strong teams along the way um, in their out-of-conference play. A a win against Columbus uh, East, I believe it was. A win against uh, East Central. And, again, just all and up and down their schedule, they've got some bona fide wins. So the moral of the story, don't sleep. And don't poke the Golden Bears. Well, and even if you look at their conference, their conference is no slouch either. I mean, you're looking, you got Newcastle, you got Mount Vernon, Fortville in there, you've got New Pal. Yep. Like, so the Golden Bears are one of those teams that their regular season record might look meh, but when it comes time for that real season as folks tend to like to call it when it comes time for playoffs right they've been through the ringer they're ready to go yeah no doubt about it let's take a look at the tail of the tape the golden bears nine and twelve on the season be led by their head coach john harnett jr 24 and 52 in his fourth year at shelbyville Bulldogs led by Coach Aaron Garrett, 28 and 133 in his 15th year here at Batesville. In their last outing, Shelbyville lost to a game Seymour team, 57 44. Batesville last time out defeated Morristown handedly, 62 22. Bulldogs on a six game winning streak coming into uh, tonight. And these two teams have gotten together, as we mentioned, back and forth, back and forth. I'm not sure how long they've been using this as a season closer, these two teams. Um, But I can tell you, these two teams have gotten together 33 times here in the past 35 years. And it is really right down the middle. John, Shelbyville has a one-game edge. 17 wins for Shelbyville. 16 wins for Batesville. And it was Batesville... The last time these two teams got together with the victory, that was February 24th, almost to the day. And they defeated Shelbyville 53-47. And tonight, John Harrell is calling for a Bulldog victory, according to the predictor. Bulldogs 56, Golden Bears 48. Almost identical when you look at that score, almost identical to last year's score. Um, with the prediction. So it definitely is going to be a good one. Both teams on the floor now participating in a little pregame shoot-around. The Bulldogs in their home whites, white tops, white bottoms, trimmed out in blue. And Shelbyville coming in in their road dark unis and menacing black tops and black bottoms with gold trim, gold numbers, and lettering. I think we're going to have ourselves a good one. And, you know, typically, John, on a senior night, you are concerned about those seniors. Do they let the moment of this being their last time in front of the home crowd on the home floor 
Do they let that moment seep into their psyche? Does it mess with them a bit? Or do they use that extra energy for fuel to put on a show for the home crowd? I want to see Cole pry two-handed tonight. Well, let me tell you, I saw That's what some, I'm hoping for. I saw some <laughs> huddle footage, and I apologize. I don't know which game it was from, but I saw some huddle footage here recently while we were on our extended away trip. Did I share that one? I think I was the one who turned you on to that. No, I shared it with you, actually. No, maybe it was, I, the, other it was way the other way around. Yep, you're right. You shared that uh-huh, with me. Uh-huh. And they had the lob play working that night. Oh, yeah, they did. So you might get your wish, and you might see a two-handed stuff arena. Uh, from the lone senior on this Bulldog team, I was joking with Coach Garrett on Monday night, Coach's Corner, about his desire to get another couple of years. He was like, I'd settle for just one more year with Pride. You remember <laughs> last year he was on JV. He's only had him this one year, yep. and he's gone in a blink of an eye. And speaking of a blink of an eye, just like that, it is game time. We will step away briefly as we play and sing the national anthem here at the Dog Pound, and we come back, we'll get you ready to go for live action. It's the Bulldogs and the Golden Bears here, Country 103.9 WRBI, and online at WRBIRadio.com. You rely on your Internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work, and learn from home. So don't settle for anything less than the best. Great Plains Communications brings you fast, reliable services delivered by our high-capacity fiber network. Brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected. Speeds and availability may vary by location. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you in part by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Great Plains Communication. I want to thank you for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off as we are ready for game play. 
And here at the Dog Pound, a bit of a change-up. Normally, we are graced with the musical stylings of Maggie Weberding. But tonight, John, they break out the male chorus. And what a re- uh, warm rendition of the national anthem that these young men put on here tonight. Oh, they absolutely nailed it. It sounded amazing. Even in a building like this where you don't have, I would say, the best acoustics. Right, right. Still very, very, very easy to hear. Yeah. They did a fantastic job. They really did. What do you have for starters, John? All right. For the visiting Golden Bears, they're starting five. Number one, Ollie Sandman. Number three, Luke Brinkman. Number five, Jackson Parker. Number 23, Caden Claxton. And number 24, Aiden Asher. A lot of alliterations in that one. <laughs> yeah. For the home team, the Bulldogs, they're starting five. Should come as no surprise to our frequent listeners. Number 11, Gus Prickle. Number 20, Cade Kaiser. Number 30, Sam Johnson. Number 42, Jack Gronkemeyer. And the low senior on this roster tonight, number 21, Cole Pride. Again, this will be their final tune-up for the Bulldogs. Same is true for the Bears as well. Um, before sectional play will begin, the Bulldogs playing here on a Thursday night will not be in a competitive gym again until next Friday so a full week off after this game so you'll know they'll want to put on a good show here tonight they'll want to be at their best um, heading into the second season well and luckily for them and for us and our sanity it is some very I wouldn't like to use the term friendly confines more like familiar confines right. of the pirate ship over in uh, in Greensburg for the sectional this year. I thought it was in Connorsville. I was I dreading too. that too, and then I saw it was Greensburg, and I went, "Oh, I like that a little better." Yep, yep. As the cheer squad now has the Cold Pride banner out in the center big block B on this floor and they've got two pyramids working there John and hoisting these young ladies high above the gym floor <laughs> holding up that cold pride banner for all the world to see you know it's got to mean a lot to the young man as a senior and this young man has really showed me a lot in terms of looking at where he's come from as getting some spot varsity duty here and there as a junior last year. Coach would bring him in if they needed some more scoring power and he'd find his spot on the floor and release a three here or there to the dominant center he's been this season. It's been an amazing transformation. Can't wait to see what that young man does next, but Right now, he's jumping it up against Jackson Parker. And I don't know if I've seen Cole Pride lose a tip all season long. He wins that one. Kaiser kicks it out. Gus Prickle releases a three off the iron. And the Bears looking to get first points on the board. They throw it up ahead. Pride gets back on D, but nice move there from Parker. Just waits on him to fly by as Pride was looking for a chase down block. And the Bears open up the scoring 2-0. Kaiser swings it to Prickle. Prickle back to Kaiser. 
Gronkemeyer has it on the far left wing, and they work it back up top through Sam Jones. Jones got hot from three in their last game. Still warm as he drains a three to give the Bulldogs a one-point lead, and they immediately, John, go into full-court press. Drain that three from Curryland. They work through the press to the Bears. Baseline, kick it out, picked up by Prickle. Prickle stepped in the passing lane. He's got to go, sends it back to Jones. Jones, this time inside the arc, and the hot shooting hand of Sam Jones continues as he drains the mid-range jumper. Sam Johnson on one tonight, has five points. All the Bulldogs scoring so far. I don't know why I said Jones. I was thinking of the singer, apparently. But (laughs) the Bears working it now against this stingy 2-3 zone that just inverted to 3-2, and that kind of messed things up. Three ball, no good. Rebound, Kaiser. Kaiser pushing the pace up the floor, stops at the arc, swings it to uh, Johnson. Johnson gets it back. Hand in his face. He's going to find Prickle. Prickle to Pride. First time he's touched it, he thought about a three. Then it goes back to Johnson. Johnson tangled up there a little bit. Kaiser puts it on the floor, down the lane, and it's going to be a charge, I believe. Yeah, it is. As the defender stepped over, bang, bang, play. I might have thought he was a little bit late, but they call it a charge on Kaiser. It looks like both players may have been shaken up just a little bit on that. Kaiser himself a little slow and to get back into the fray here. Bears tried to get that one across the timeline, but that full-court pressure gun caused that turnover. That ball ended up in the front row of the student section. And some skeptics would say ball don't lie, but, you know. <laughs> at the, yeah, at any rate, it's 5-2 Bulldogs. Double screen for Prickle. Prickle finds pride underneath pride defense all over him the fadeaway oh is good. and that if he doesn't look like Dirk Nowinski when he does that fadeaway off the one leg oh. I don't know what, who, who does put a picture of Dirk Nowinski right next to him he probably couldn't tell the difference one's got a little more facial hair that's about it <laughs> that's about it bears now a little discombobulated by this defense they get a shot off and it's way off the mark Kaiser's going to come out of the pack. Gronk's calling for it down the floor. Kaiser's going to slow it down. Now they go inside to Gronk. Gronk with a much smaller man on him. The footwork. Oh, oh my oh. goodness. And the Bulldog Bigs are flexing their muscle early in this one. Gronk with the and one, and John, his footwork was superb. That was brilliant. Got Claxton basically turned around underneath on that block. It was either... Don't contest right. or get your foul. And with that, the Bears want to talk about it. We'll step away briefly. Bulldogs up 9-2 here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 
WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you by Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, Georgia's Pharmacy, and Medical Equipment. Grunkemeyer with a two-point basket but could not complete the three-point play. His lone free throw rolls off the rim, and the Bears come back the other way. This zone, it, it starts as a 2-3, and immediately, John, when they need it to, they'll flip it to 3-2. Well, you just see Grunk come up to the wing and then step back when they need him to. And that time, they loosen up the zone a little bit with a three-point basket for the Bears. But, yeah, that was confusing them in that timeout. Maybe they talked about what they needed to do to navigate it. They go back to Gronk inside. Gronk, oh, my oh. goodness, another beautiful move. Oh. The head fake got his man up in the air, and he goes right underneath and lays it in beautifully. They're going to get Kate Kaiser on his second. That's not the way he wants to start because he is going to have a seat early. Carson Laker checks in at the scores table. That's going to do it for Cade Kaiser. I don't think we'll see him for a while yet. So now the Bulldogs go with their much smaller guards and Prickle and Laker. Let's see if the Bears will try to use that as an advantage of some sort. Don't get it twisted. Laker, I don't know about how much of an advantage because... Laker is a heck of a defender, as is Prickle. Another three, no good. Long rebound. Out of bounds. Last touched by the aforementioned... No. They Golden say Bears. it was off the Bears. I thought they put that on Prickle, but they're saying it was already out of bounds by the time Prickle touched it. So a turnover of sorts, and the Bulldogs... Or bring it up the floor. Laker hands off to Gus. Johnson up top goes into Grunk. Boy, he's feeling they poke it away. <laughs> but it lands right in the hands of Prickle. Prickle's two-point basket not going to do it. Rebound for the Bears, and they are off and running quickly from the three. Got it. And that was the Sandman's first basket. Throws up a quick shout-out to the crowd. Let them know as he is here tonight. He'd been quiet up until that point. 11-8, Bulldogs still on top. Bulldogs working the ball around the arc. Pride to Prickle. Prickle on the left wing. Dribble drive inside. Gets turned away. Sends it back up top. Johnson has it now. 321 on the clock. They continue to work that left side of the floor. Laker. Got to put it on the floor. Go around a Pride screen. That frees Cole up for three. High Ooh. off the back iron. And a foul. Got to be called on Gronk. I don't know if you can call out a foul, but... They're going to. Loose ball fouls, Gronk. And one of the Golden Bears going after that ball at the exact same time. and They collide. They call the foul. Working it up the floor, Brinkman. Swings side to side with Sandman. Looking at a backdoor cut. Oh. And the chase down block was good, but stayed with the play and got the putback opportunity, did Asser. But that chase down block was something to behold. The reach and the range of Cole Pride, even when he's out of position, John, he's still in position. <laughs> and that's that's a special, unique thing to have, being able to do something like that. Oh, and Gronk's going to pick up two quick fouls, too. I don't know if he can really call again. Loose ball. Gronkemeyer was going for it on the floor. When he dived, he undercut the legs of Brinkman and so although offensively the Bulldogs started off hot 
They've cooled off. Shelbyville's made it a ball game with when with Grunt, who was doing a lot of work for him, and with Kaiser both on the bench. It's going to be a tough stretch. They go with that backdoor cut again, and the Bulldogs keep falling asleep on that back line. And just like that, Golden Bears take their first lead, 12-11 now. Laker, they go to uh, Pride. Pride out of the double team. Kicked it up top. Connor Drake has come in, had an opportunity for three, decided otherwise. Trying to lob one over for Pride. He's working hard to get free on that block. Going from side to side is Cole. Comes off a clean screen, spots up for three. Got, Got him. him. All three of those. And a luxury. It's a luxury, John, to have <laughs> a 6'8 player. It's an even bigger luxury, and he can stretch the floor like that. Sandman for three. No good. Tried to. One of those NBA moves. Kick that leg out to try to draw contact. Heat check from Pride. That three no good. Laker puts it on the floor. He gets demolished underneath. And Pride picks up a foul. They are. The the refs are calling fouls left and right. The game has gotten a little bit physical here. And it's just been. it's just gone not the Bulldogs' way as they already sit on five team fouls with 114 left to go in the first. Bulldogs lead by two, 14-12. Again, backdoor put, cut and pass, and nobody block it out. And an easy rebound and put back again for Asher. I can tell you Coach Garrett is not pleased. Oh, you know he isn't. With his defense in terms of of getting rebounds. Cross-court pass to Laker, almost foiled by the Bears. 43 seconds. Johnson lobs it for Pride. Pride gets it. He was just oh. off his mark, though. He received that ball so deep. But then Johnson, on the opposite end, able to step into the passing lane and, and steal one. Gang tied, 14 all with 25 seconds left. Bulldogs with the ball, looking for the final shot. And an opportunity to take the lead after one. Prickle on the near wing with 15 seconds. Bears go man-to-man here. Laker got a drive. Euro stepped his way in. A little out of control. Shot no good. Back the other way. Sandman gives it up. Brinkman for three. No good. And this quarter ends the same way it started. All knotted up. Bulldogs 14, Bears 14 on country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. At Margaret Mary Health, they mean it when they say they're committed to providing the utmost care to our community for generations to come. For physicians and staff, working at Margaret Mary is more than a job, it's a calling. And when they care for patients, they're often caring for family, friends, and neighbors. Margaret Mary is proud to call this community home and promises to give all it takes to serve you well. Margaret Mary Health, generations of care. We don't 
sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you by Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI Fiber, and from Southeastern Indiana, REMC. Right out of the timeout, a set play ran by the Bears, results in a three-point shot from the near side, and the Bears, their largest lead of the night, John, 17-14. This has been a back-and-forth affair. Cross-court pass to Prickle on the left side. Comes back up top. Grunk and Kaiser have checked back in this ball game, both playing with two fouls. Grunk down in the corner, much smaller man on him. And so he was going to take him off the dribble, and Grunk was going to find his way to the basket, but he was fouled on his, on his way by. So uh, the Bulldogs will bring this one in underneath their own basket. They like to run a lob play from here sometimes, but instead, Gronk stays home and gets an easy two-point basket. 17-16, Bears still up by one. Back to that stingy 2-3 zone for the Bulldogs. And this version of Aaron Garrett's 2-3 zone, as stingy as they get, maybe only challenged by an ace Mormon 2-3 zone. In and out for three for the Bears, and it's Cole Pride playing above the rim. Snatches that one out of the air. Brings it up the floor to the Bulldogs. Kaiser. He snatched that out of the hand of a Golden Bear. Yes, he did. Johnson on this near wing goes to Kaiser on the far wing. Kaiser puts it on the floor, flies by his man, lays it in. He could have dunked that, John. <laughs> he was looking at it, too. He, 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 saw, he saw a seam and went mine. Yeah. Now they quickly get back this time on defense. No easy buckets here. Bears going to have to work as the Bulldogs able to get the defense set after the made shot. Still in that 2-3 zone, and they'll trap at any moment. Travel. And a travel before the shot. That's going to go against Bagley. So, in essence, a turnover without a shot attempt. Bulldogs have regained the lead. It's 18-17. And Prickle walks it up past the timeline. Goes past the double screen. Goes right back to Grunt. And a little motion up front gets Cade Kaiser free. Kaiser, Sandman's all over him. He gives it up. Kaiser now, he gets it back after the defensive switch. Prickle thought about a three. And they go to a, t- uh, a zone there. Well, no, they're still playing man. Up a, up and over for a grunt. Grunt using that big frame. The putback, no good. But he used his body well there to create some space. He was just too deep, John, to get that shot to go in. That happens. All right, it just, I think Shelbyville's using kind of a hybrid man defense, and it's throwing the dogs off a little bit. Sandman, step back three. Got it. And he was fouled. Pride now with two fouls. 
And to add insult to injury, Sandman's three-pointer is good, and he'll have an opportunity for an old-fashioned three-point play. 20 to 18. Make doesn't complete the play. Golden Bears by two. Kaiser off his heel. Ball going the other way. Kaiser's so quick, John. Sometimes I think he gets just that much too far in front of him, of himself, too far ahead of himself. His brain's moving a little too fast for his body just yet. He could still blow me by easy. Oh, he, no worries. Oh, just his well, brain's it, moving a little quicker in his body yet. Well, he understands that that is one of his advantages, that he is quick and that he does have speed. Bears thought about a three there. They work it all the way around down the right side. Sandman has it up top, goes back to the right. And this 2-3 zone, they're pushing them out farther and farther. They go inside. Pride there to turn them away. And now back up top with Brinkman. Brinkman hands off for Asher. Asher pulls it back out. Trickle and Johnson now in the front of this zone. There's the boring chant I've been expecting. And it lulled the Bears to sleep, and they traveled. And that's what that that's what that defense will do for you, John. It requires you to be patient. And right there, you can see the Bears not showing patient, trying to get inside in a travel call. 2018, though, Bears still by, up by two with 4.23 left in this first half. Checking in for the first time, Brandon Maple down. As three Bulldogs... With two fouls, they go into Pride. Pride from the baseline. Turnaround jumper, too strong. All the way over. And another ball right there, the student section. Well, I mean, the kid that keeps catching it's wearing black, so I think maybe they're getting confused. You are correct, John. But I would think his little driver's cap that he's wearing would. Or the purple pants. Either one of those would tell him that he is not a Golden Bear. After the turnover, Bulldogs bring it back up the floor. Maple on the wing. Back around the top. Kaiser puts it on the floor, looking for a cutter in pride. Ends up in the hands oh. of Brunk. Count the basket and the foul. Bruckmeyer, how many points does he have tonight? Eight. Looking for his ninth on this free throw, and he has been, I mean, about as close to unstoppable as it gets. And it's interesting, John, because you know from the scouting report, number 21, Big Smooth's going to get all the attention. Oh, yeah. And that just gives Gronkemeyer just that much more room to work. Free throw won't go down. Nobody can complete the old-fashioned three. Cole Pride was that close to an over-the-back call. Meanwhile... Brinkman trying to navigate through the zone, works it around. They go inside down, big on big, if you could call it that, and high off the glass. Lambert, a really good shot. Not sure if he called glass or not, but he definitely used it to negotiate around Cole Pride. 22-20, Bears by two. Johnson's going to let a three fly. Didn't have his feet set, John. I might have called that when I saw it go up. No good. Quickly down the floor. And that one tapped away. I believe Johnson got a finger in there on that one. Prickle, hands off to Pride. He thought about 
Stepping into a three there. As does Maple. Maple finds Cole Pride in the corner for three. Again, no good. Johnson taps it away and out of bounds. And I think Cole thought he was foul. He's having some conversation with the referee on that side. He's having a conversation with two different referees. (laughs) He's like between the two of them. Surely one of you saw it. 2.32 on the clock. Bears by two. Shelbyville settled down a bit here now in the second quarter as they were a little herky-jerky to start things. They are patient now, working it around the arc, looking for an opening. And every time they get it to a wing, a trap comes, and he's got to get rid of it, so they try the opposite side. Prickle now showing some good defense on Claxton. They get the the ball to Sandman. Wow. And he's good. 4-3, 25-20. Shelbyville's largest lead of the night. Crickle across the timeline with 145 left in the first half. Maple goes in to Pride. Pride with his back to the goal, working around his man. And again, he gets cut off at the baseline. I don't understand how they're not calling that. And neither does Aaron Garrett understand it. He's having a conversation with the ref. Crickle almost steals this one away, but they get it to Brinkman. Hold the ball now with 121. Shelbyville. Trying to build a lead here. Double team on Sandman, and he traveled. Picked up that lead foot. Sandman thought he got bumped. You saw him motion about the chicken wing from Maple. Good defense from Maple. He'll come back to the bench. Gronkemeyer's going to come back in the game. Kaiser, Gronk never left. Thank you. So with a minute eight, Oh, oh, a hard pass that actually hit the backboard as it ricocheted off of Kaiser. Ricocheted off of Golden Bear. Trap in the corner. Calls for a cross-court pass. And the Bears seem to have butterfingers now. These passes, if they caught them cleanly, they could have had many a shot. That one flat-footed, almost a collision between Kaiser and Grunt. But they get it in, pride again. Baseline jumper this time will not be denied. The turnaround jumper. And he, that's even got a couple of Golden Bear fans giving him the LeBron James treatment on the opposite side of the floor. They couldn't deny it. It was a beautiful play. It really was. He's, there's a reason why Coach calls him Big Smooth. 25-22, 12 seconds left. Bears with the three-point lead and the ball. Brinkman from side to side, hands it off to Claxton. Claxton's going to let a three from way out. Let it fly, no good. Off the irons, and that'll do it. For the first two quarters of play and at the halftime break, the Golden Bears with a three-point lead. They lead the Bulldogs 25-22 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, 
business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want, close by. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And uh, welcome to halftime, Hoop fans, as the Bulldogs and the Bears go to the locker room. It's a 25-22 ball game. Bears up by three. Bulldogs started this one out like we've seen so many. They get the quick, hot start. Sam Johnson with the hot hand, and then Gronkemeyer took over underneath, just going into his bag, pulling all sorts of tricks out, and gave the Bulldogs the early lead, but the Bears, not going anywhere, stayed right in there, and once Cade Kaiser picked up his second foul and went on the floor, they began to work, working the ball inside and out. And at the end of one, it was all tied at 14 apiece in the second quarter. A back-and-forth affair as both teams began to move the ball freely up and down the floor. And after two, it's the Golden Bears with the three-point lead. They lead at 25-22 after that 11-8 quarter there in the second quarter. Uh... There was a timeout late there, and I saw a very animated Aaron Garrett talking to his team, and there's no doubt Johnny was talking about their defense and their inability to get defensive rebounds as Shelbyville made a living there in that first half on backdoor cuts and easy rebounds for easy baskets. Well, and ever since that timeout, I don't know if it was a timeout or if it was quarter break. It might have been quarter break, but either way, haven't seen too many backdoor cuts lately, have you? No, no. He got his point across clearly, and they have rebounded much better as well. What do you have for scoring there in the first half? All right, Golden Bears, currently 25 total points. 
there. 10 of 19 overall shooting, 53%. 5 of 12 from beyond the arc, 42%. One trip to the free throw line came up empty. They are led right now by Ollie Sandman. He has nine. Six from Cade Claxton. Six from Aiden Asher. Two from Jackson Parker and Ethan Lambert. For the Bulldogs, 22 total points. 10 of 22 overall, 45.5%. Two of six from beyond the arc, 33%. And also their trips to the free throw line have come up empty. They're not of two. They're led right now by Jack Gronkemeyer. He's got eight. Cole Pride has seven. Sam Johnson has five. And Kate Kaiser has two. So even scoring all across for both teams, no one player doing a lot of the work. The Dogs led by Gronkemeyer with eight. Sandman for the Bears with nine. And we'll step away briefly here at halftime. And we'll come back. We'll talk about what the Bulldogs need to do to get back into this ballgame and secure a victory. This on their last home game of the regular season. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. Get your business on the fast track to success in 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from Great Plains Communications. Our fast, reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise. All this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience. Join our network of successful businesses. Make the switch today at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. We are here for you. At George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values. You and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And halftime continues here at the Dog Pound where the visiting Shelbyville Golden Bears, they lead these Bulldogs 25-22 at the break. Both teams now back out of the locker room, John. 
doing their little shoot around to get ready for half number two. And one of the things that the Bulldogs are going, that's going to be a must here in the second half is they've got to clean up the rebounding, the defensive rebounding here in the second half. Too many easy second-chance points for the Golden Bears in that first half, and that's really how they got back in the game. Well, and if you look at it, I mean, on paper, they're giving up six inches to Cole Pride by himself. Right. So, like you were saying off-air, rebounds are a hustle stat. They're a want-to stat. And the tiny guards on... Shelbyville, 5'9 and 5'11, clearly want to. They're the ones who've been reeling them in. Now, half of that's, I think, Batesville just being overconfident in their size advantage sure. and pulling that zone up to try and create some chaos up up, up at the key. Right. And now you're leaving that big lane for a little tiny dude to just kind of get lost in, basically. So that's probably the biggest key is if they can clean up that down low baseline defense. Right. I Shelbyville, because right now Sandman, he has nine points. It's all from beyond the arc, and that's feast or famine. We both know this. Yeah. Shelbyville's very quick. They're quick on defense, and that's not giving these shooters, these Bulldog shooters, a lot of airspace to shoot. So when they come off that double screen up top, they've got to That's. I mean, it's literally got to be a catch and shoot. You've got to when you come off that double screen, no opportunity to look around to see. Come off that screen clean and get one up in the air. Um, they, as, as we've seen all season long, I mean, they've got several players that can be legitimate threats from downtown. Um, but they're not going to have the luxury of having all day to get their feet set and the spot, you know, get their shoulders square. They're going to have to catch and release very quickly to get that shot off. And that's probably going to work in Batesville's favor before too long. So we're ready to start this second half of play. Bulldogs will start things off with the ball. And Gus Prickle off of the Grunkmeyer trigger brings it in. Cade Kaiser down the baseline. And it's going to be a foul called on Brinkman. It's his first team's first in the second half. They kind of lob it in for Cole, and then he dumps it down, playing high-low ball there. But it looks like Shelbyville was anticipated. They tried to cut Grunk off to get that ball. They knock it out of bounds. And they also put it the other way to see if the rest would fall for it, too. They reset and do it again. This one in for Johnson. Johnson kicks it out. Grunk. Oh, he thought about it. He gets chased off that three-point line. And now they're working it around. So whatever set they had wanted to start this ball, the second half in, they get chased off of it. And then Gronk, with a backdoor cut of his own, gets the baseline jumper to go. Draws the Bulldogs within one. Brinkman with Prickle all over him. Hands it off to Sandman. Sandman calling for a screen. Instead dumps it right above the free throw line. And the, the way they in, uh, invert this zone from 2-3 two, to 3-2 three, so quickly, it definitely negates some of the Bears' speed, and it makes them stop and think momentarily. As 
Sandman tried to get into the body of Cole Pride. Pride didn't bite. He just <laughs> he just stood his ground. And Kate Kaiser, he's got like two. Showing his athleticism, he goes down the baseline and tries to wrap that one around and lay it in. Oh, he got the foul call. He did get the foul call. And his first free throw is good to tie the ball game at 25. First free throw made by either team. Oh, there you go. Good on both Bulldogs now up by one. Full court pressure. Kaiser and company just really harassing these speedy guards. They get it up, though. Sandman quickly to the near side. Prickle is there. They go back the other way. Brinkman trying to work his way around the much larger Johnson. Can't. Has to give it up. Now they go inside. This time, look how they're guarding that, that, that baseline. <laughs> That baseline doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Oh, they had Cade Kaiser down there. And now Grunk and a baseline drive turned away. It's back up top. They get inside one more time. <laughs> Nothing doing. <laughs> that baseline the, is not there. It is not, John. And it was so wide open for the first half. And you could tell the Bears are looking for it. They're like, wait a minute. We had this, this all was, day. This was here. It was all day right here. And now the, the dog's using it as an extra defender. They really are. But credit the Bears with their patience. This possession still going on. Hasn't been able to get a shot yet. Now they get down. They had one right there. But with the length of Cole Pride, you have to rethink it. Pride now on the break. Johnson with the reverse layup. <laughs> you were hoping for something. I was. I was. You were getting excited. <laughs> 28-25. That was a beautiful execution of a 2-3 break. And a three ball to quiet the crowd for the Bears. And we're all knotted up at 28. And a timeout on the floor. 28 Bulldogs, 28 Bears on Country 103.9 WRBI. And online at WRBIRadio.com. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected. Where technology has your back where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of boys high school basketball brought to you by the aforementioned Mary Huntington All-State Insurance, Margaret Mary Help, and Ivy Tech Community College. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil here for this regular season finale against the Bulldogs and the Shelbyville Golden Bears. All knotted up, 28 apiece, and a turnover. We spoke too soon. We talked off air, John. It seemed like the Bulldogs had cleared up, cleaned up. Their turnover problem that rears its head every once and again. And they're a turnover, and they fall asleep at the wheel. But catch-up speed from Pride shuts the door on what would be an easy layup. But they still allow the rebound as Asher comes skying in from who knows where to get that ball. And Asher's all alone on the block, or he was. To extend this offensive possession. 
Brinkman with pride on him. Goes around. They kick it out to the wing. And now a cutting. And he wow. traveled. A cutting Asher this time. And Asher called for the travel. That was a good defensive stand by the Bulldogs. Interesting that the Golden Bears are passing up what appear from our angle to yeah. be wide open Wide looks. open layups. She'll take it however you can get it. They try to free Johnson up for a spot-up three. Instead, he puts it on the floor. Oh, Gronk. And gets it in. The shot no good, but Gronk with the rebound and the putback, giving these Golden Bears a little taste of their own putback medicine. 30-28, Bulldogs by two. And these speedy guards have just... uh, been having a ball handling clinic as the Bulldogs just chase all over the floor. Sandman up top with Prickle. Now Brinkman. But man, the speed of that zone to catch up to him. Yeah. Claxton now has it. Claxton might be the speediest of all of these guards. Brinkman back to Claxton. Oh, and he loses the handle. And the speedy Kaiser there to take advantage of it. Cross court to Johnson. Johnson, baseline drive. Put back by Pride. And and it's foul. Oh, my. What a sequence there. All the way from the steal. Kaiser sprints down the floor on the left-hand side. A little baseline drive. Kicks it all the way across to a wide-open Sam Johnson in the corner. Johnson head fakes the three. Baseline drive. Shot no good, but Cole Pride there to put it back. And Cole Pride completes the old-fashioned three-point play. It's 33-28 Bulldogs and a timeout on the floor. We'll take one as well. Right here, Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's broadcast of boys' high school basketball being brought to you by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Great Plains Communications. 33-28 Bulldogs string together a nice little stop and score to get out to a five-point lead here midway through. The third, 232, in fact, left on the clock as Brinkman is trying to get around Prickle. Can't. Now he gets through, finds a cutting. uh, I believe that was Claxton. Claxton got pride up in the air. That was Asher. Oh, excuse me. You are correct. Asher able to get by Cole Pride, and Cole said, well, I'm up here. (laughs) Might as well (laughs) go for it. (laughs) Might as well clobber him. Make him earn the two, and that's... Unfortunately, that's Cole's third. Yep. So Cole's going to have a seat. Interestingly, though, I don't know if that changes much in terms of the 
size advantage. As Asher gets both free throws to go, it's a three-point ball game, and Carson Laker is going to walk this one up the floor. Laker, they go up and over for Grunt. Double team comes, kicks it out, wide open three. Johnson got him. To your point, no, John, it doesn't make that big of a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Because Gronk can handle his business inside. Kaiser is still there. So, yes. Yeah, they they can still handle their business on the block. And then when you collapse, you saw what just happened. Prickle sold out for a steal. That left him wide open briefly, but then the defense back in place. Three ball, short, looking for a foul. They save it. And now oh. a loose ball foul, and that one was ticky-tacky. super ticky-tacky. Both gentlemen going for the ball. Neither, in my opinion, had possession. And Coach Garrett wants the explanation as well because they were just both going for the ball. Yeah, I don't understand how you would call that. It almost looked like Sandman just bounced off Prickle on the way to the ball. Right. I don't think there was any ill intent anywhere. Now a kickball here. Pick your pick. Multiple Bulldogs got a foot on that one. They're playing soccer yeah, for a like second. A, a soccer match broke out for sure. Almost five seconds there. If they get it in. Asher to Brinkman. Brinkman kicks it back out for Sandman. And he's got Prickle and Laker on him. Can you tell who missed that last shot? Halfway down the lane, and he kicks it back out. Brinkman tries to get around Johnson. Can't. There's no lane there anymore. It's really not. And now Salmon again. He's got to bring it out again. Prickle sells out. Almost got the steal. Gets back in position, though, before anything could happen. And this, this defensive series, a three from the corner, no good. And now a foul, loose ball foul called on Asher. And that, too, that's another great defensive series. We've seen two of these long possessions, and the Bulldogs just hold their ground where most teams, John, would either, A, get bored or tired. And I can't emphasize enough the speed that these smaller, speedier guards that Shelbyville has, and the Bulldogs have just been able to neg- uh, negate that speed with good team defense. I mean, they've got that speed, you know, like you said, but the length on Batesville yes. is nuts. Yes. The length, the catch-up blocks, just to be able to get into position even when you're out of position. Makes a difference, does it not? Ooh, you betcha. Gronk has it out on the right wing, goes to Johnson. I think Johnson thought about <laughs> He could. I mean, I think that's within his range. I think he's thought about spotting up from there. They're counting off. Gronk's going to have to move. Advance the ball. And he does. Johnson kicks it back up for Kaiser. Kaiser off the dribble. Stops at the free throw line as time expires. He was mindful of the clock. I forgot to look at it. I didn't realize it had kicked that far down. But Kaiser was mindful, stopped at the free throw line to put up a buzzer beater, but that shot did not go, and we head to the fourth quarter with the Bulldogs. 
on top of the Golden Bears by six, 36-30. All of this and more on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. At Margaret Mary Health, they believe prevention and early detection are key in the fight against breast cancer. That's why they recommend all women receive mammograms yearly starting at age 40. When it comes to technology, Margaret Mary offers advanced 3D mammography to their patients. If you can't afford a mammogram or your insurance doesn't cover it, financial assistance is available thanks to funding from the Indiana Breast Cancer Awareness Trust. To find out if you qualify, call 812-933-5134. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you tonight by Ison Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, George's Pharmacy, and Medical Equipment. Fourth quarter on the way as Grunkmeyer knocks this one out of bounds. Stay with Shelbyville. Bulldogs with the six-point lead. As we head into the final frame. I don't know where Asher was going on that one. Not really sure. They trying to put some bigs in this game. Oh, and Prime had the tip away, but could not squeeze it. That one just got outside his reach out of bounds. As they double team, it was big on big. Double team Lambert as he was down on the baseline. Big. He had a, a grunk and... Pride sandwich. And there's that steal. Oh, my goodness. And I'm making the right move. Pride dishes off to the much smaller Laker, but it was the right move because he was undoubtedly going to commit an offensive foul had he tried to go up with that, John. Oh, and Laker entices a foul. Something tells me they've been waiting for that call. I can, as I watch this team tonight, I talked earlier about the growth and the maturity of Cole Pryant. I can't tell you how impressed I am with Carson Laker. Early in the season, John, you might remember, he would get picked on game oh, after yeah. game. He showed up, and, and teams were just dogpiling. And look at the confidence he's handling the ball with here tonight. His defense, as Johnson spots up for three, tries to sell the foul, nothing doing. 2-2 two, two break. Oh! And Johnson... Hustled back with a block, but they say it wasn't clean. I don't know, John. I don't know. He sent that ball everywhere. Oh, they say he hit his wrist, and Coach Garrett, like you and I, completely disagrees with the call. It looked like all ball. Well, they make the call, and what, what what did the kids say, John? Air ball. And ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. He just... Bounce that one. As Sandman misses his first free throw. The free throw defense going strong over here. It is. 38-30. Make that 31. Sandman splits the pair. and It's getting loud in here all yes, of a sudden. It's it, getting playoff feel. It is definitely that. As Laker oh, goes. Sandman hit 1,000 career points. That's why. Ah. 
Well, there you go. Well, congratulations to Sandman. Wow. And Laker ends up in the front row of the bench, and he can't get a call. Launched a three from the corner. And they just announced it on the PA system. Sandman joining the 1,000-point club here tonight. Tried making it at 1,003 right there. He did, but no good. He's got another shot at it. He works it around the arc. And as a, as a wing player, when you see six or you see big Cade Kaiser come out to defend you, it's a little, little intimidating. It just a wee bit. Salmon, on, not on control. I thought he was out of control, and I thought it was going to be an offensive foul, but instead they put another one on Pride. They count the basket. I don't get it. I really don't get it. And now Cole is with four fouls. He's got to come out on senior night. Coach Garrett is having a chat with the refs. He's pleading this case, and you got to do it. We saw that there at the semi-state where Coach Scott Smith was working the refs the calls he wasn't getting, and lo and behold, there in the second half, he started getting them. Started getting them. Oh, I don't know if Grunk didn't see Johnson down Johnson in the corner. Wide oh, open my in the goodness. If he wanted it. That was cash money there. Johnson off the dribble, gives it to Laker. They come to Kaiser on the near side. Kaiser puts it on the floor. And they say foul before the shot. I would have liked to have seen a little continuation there, maybe. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? But they wave off the basket, and Cade will be the trigger man underneath. 38-34. Bulldogs had built up an eight-point lead, their largest. And the Golden Bears, like they've done so many times tonight, they come fighting back. And speaking of picking up the defense... The Golden Bears now seem energized after that 1,000 points. They go into Gronk. Gronk on the block. And he just goes into the body of Lambert. And Lambert got the worst of that one as Gronk pivoted to his left, spun to his right, went right up for the shot. And Lambert. Batesville shooting from here on out. Missed two-shot foul, but they're in the bonus now. You are correct with 5.35 left. Something tells me that puts the green light on for Grunk to do more of what you just saw. You know it does. And if you're Lambert, ooh, rattle. put on your seatbelt, buckle up for a bumpy fourth quarter. <laughs> you're going for a ride, buddy. 40-34 as Grunk gets both three throws to go. Three-pointer from the far corner, nothing but net. And the Bulldogs can't get enough distance away from this Golden Bear team. 40-37 now, Bulldogs on top on country, 103.9 WRBI, and online at WRBIRadio.com. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, 
business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of boys' high school basketball. Brought to you tonight in part by Kurt Nelko, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC. Head down the stretch here in the fourth quarter. The Bulldogs clinging to a three-point lead, 40-37. And, John, we just mentioned it before the break. These Golden Bears, they aren't going anywhere. Yeah, they go away. Bulldogs had gotten up to an eight-point lead, and it looked like they were ready to put this thing away. But here come the Bears, a big three from the corner. Silence the crowd and close the gap. Prickle up top, working it around. They go down to Johnson here on the near wing and almost throw it away. Kaiser able to save it. Laker fakes the three. Baseline drive, skips it across for Gus. Gus lets it fly. Oh, buddy. And the three. Oh, beautiful balls movement. Very Golden State-esque there as they worked it all the way around. All five players touched the ball, and it was Prickle pulling the trigger on a three, 43-37. Back the other way now. Golden Bears with a three. This one not going to do it, but another rebound and a foul call. It's going to go against... Lambert's going to pick up his fourth. Okay. So Lambert called for the foul there. And as you mentioned, I was wondering what we were doing. I forgot. Yeah, the Bulldogs are shooting the rest of the way. It's not an offensive foul. It's a loose ball foul. So that will put Gronk on the free throw line for a one and one. Misses the front end. one. Here come the Bears. Brinkman on the near wing, high above the head, looking inside for Lambert. Sandman, he sprinted into the play there for a second, but they couldn't get it to him. Pride's up off the bench, by the way, checking in at the scorers table. Brinkman asking for a screen, won't get it, puts it on the floor himself. Thought about a shot. Laker was there to change his mind. Here comes a three-pointer. I think I was partially blocked. And Kaiser with the rebound, and he's got a crowd around him. He's able to sprint and outrun it, get it across the timeline. And now the Bulldogs slow things down briefly, kickball. And that will allow Pride to check back in. You know, with being senior night and he being the lawn senior, you know Coach Garrett wants him to play as much as he can, but doesn't want him to be disqualified either. They get the ball in, and they go down on the block for Gronk. And are they going to say this on the floor? No. Surely they give him – well, he's getting two shots. So Gronk will go back to the line. Foul goes on Asher, his third. Team's ninth, so Batesville shooting two from here on out, except for offensive fouls. And that's with 3.37 left on the clock. Oh, Gronk. Unable to get the first one to go. But as 
Oh, here we go. The offensive defenses. So Pride's coming in for offense, coming out on the defensive possessions. Oh, my goodness. Gronk missed them both. That is uncharacteristic. That is very uncharacteristic. And Sandman out of control there, just loses the handle. He was looking for a foul call. And Gronk says, thank you very much, is that he never even moved. The ball just ended up in his hand. And that's going to be a foul on yep. Salmon. As he the ball out, which is fine. When you went for it yep. afterward. Undercut the legs of Prickle. And that'll send him to the line to shoot two. And this game is uh, about to turn into the longest game ever. If, <laughs> if Shelbyville uh, continues... this aggressive style of play and again I understand it they're trying to get back in the game last game of the season some token pressure from Laker but that token pressure drew the foul foul. and I I, again I can't (laughs) I can't speak highly enough of the transformation of Carson Lane from being, uh, you know, I know I can't even think of a better phrase, but going from being the whooping post, the target that these teams were choosing. To now doing the whooping. <laughs> exactly. His defense and ball handling in this game has been superb. Oh, but yeah, Kaiser. Kaiser got the check the other he, way. That he time. got that arm just too far away from his body. And lo and behold, though, that's just I his mean, third. Did it, did he... Sell it a bit, probably. But if you, if, but if that arm gets away from the body, they're going to call it every time, whether you sold it or not. So that puts five team fouls on the Bulldogs. So the Golden Bears not far away from shooting the rest of the way. Laker exhibiting that superior defense that we've seen. Causes Asher. Oh, almost stole Kaiser. Got a jump on that one, but couldn't quite get to it. Claxton had it knocked away. Claxton, just a freshman, by the way. Basketball will be bright there in Shelbyville. Down the lane, no shot. Foul on the floor. On the floor. And that was Claxton. He is quick. I mean, I I think he's the fastest. That's interesting. He's just a fresh. He is. The, I believe he's the fastest player on the floor. So even with four fouls, Cole Pride comes back in. I think. But he's Coach, senior night. And I think Coach Garrett's like enough of this with these guards. Cole, go in and block this thing from. <laughs> His mere shot. presence blocked that shot. <laughs> but it didn't stop that one. Claxton just tosses up a three. It is good. 45-40. Bulldogs on top by five with two and a half left. Gronk gives it up to Johnson. Johnson has Salmon just leaning on him. And, of course, no wing defender has ever committed a foul. No, never. Never, never. Salmon looks around with his palms to the sky. As if to say, what did I do? What happened? And this will be what 
This is what we're practicing this week. Yeah, this is what this week is going to be. <laughs> it is going to be from the free throw line. Bulldogs have left a lot of points out there. They, Johnson splits the pair, and he's going to come off. Cole's going to stay in with Prickle, Laker, Kaiser, and Grunk. Was just a little more than two. Claxton with the heat wow. check. Wow. And he's from way up top. Gets that three-pointer to go. And it's a one-possession ball game with a timeout on the floor. It's how every last one of these games go. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Come back with more. Bulldogs 46. Bears 43 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball being brought to you tonight in part by Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Margaret Mary Health, and Ivy Tech Community College. We've got just two minutes left to go. Back-to-back threes from the Golden Bears have made this a one-possession ball game. Bulldogs lead by three. Full-court pressure now, but the Bulldogs, with the speedy legs of Cade Kaiser, are able to get it up the floor. And I believe somehow, some way, Coach Garrett gets a timeout, and I don't even know how they could give it. I mean, I don't think they had possession of the ball. I think that for like the half a second that Gus Prickle had it in his hands, that's when he called a timeout. And what, what it should have been, honestly, though, it should have been a foul call, but all the same. That Coach Garrett able to get the foul. And we want to thank our sponsors once again for making this broadcast possible. And that is Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Baseball Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Great Plains Communication. Bulldogs will trigger this one in with Grunk just in front of of their bench. They do so pretty cleanly, and it's tight man-to-man coverage, but Grunk, with the moves on top of moves, able to get loose and lay it in for two. 48-43 in a minute 30 now. That was a well-executed play there by the Dogs. Doing very good with that set play. Give themselves a little bit of breathing room. And they go back to Claxton, who's drained the last... Six points. This time on the move. Gives it up. Dribbling inside as Cole becomes a rim protector here and just escorts ball handlers out of the way. Kaiser with the jump ball. ball. Goes to the dogs. 
Well, they are quick with <laughs> these whistles Well, this here. is getting a little chippy. And you may be right. That might be what they wanted to do there, but I'm shocked that they call that a, a jump ball. They got to get it in, though. They get it to Prickle. Prickle almost trapped in the corner, crossed the floor. Oh, they were going baseline looking for Cole Pride because he was clearly going to dunk that one. And Claxton showing he's wise beyond his years. On the floor, picks that one up and just bounces it off Cole Pride's backside and goes out of bounds. So it's now just a minute on the clock. The Golden Bears will bring it in. They get it in cleanly and Carson Laker. Basically in a 1v3. Pride tried to sell the charge. No whistle. And the ball goes out of bounds. Last touched by Grunkemeyer. And that'll be uh, Golden Bears ball under the basket. 48-43. Bulldogs by five. Two-possession ball game. Put it on the floor. Floater, not there. Kaiser goes up strong. That's how you rebound, John. That is. Asher picks up his fourth. This young man literally can jump out of the gym. (laughs) I mean. There's a few of them can do that. His hops are are, uh, remarkable. And it was on display there as he skied above everyone to get that rebound. Let me guess. Wide receiver. Well, there you go. Looked like he was going for one of those 50-50 balls. But with his athleticism, it's more like 70-30 ball. (laughs) Kaiser good on the first free throw. Extends the Bulldog lead as he swishes both. 50-43, 46 seconds left. Claxton slips. Laker there. They're going to get Claxton on a foul instead of a jump ball. I can't say it enough. Carson Laker, MVP of this game. When when Aaron Garrett comes up tonight, I am going to specifically (laughs) ask him to talk about the transformation of Carson Laker. Uh, his free throw shooting leaves a little to beat his eye. Well, you got to have something to work on. He's going to work <laughs> on that this week along with the rest of his teammates because the Bulldogs have left more than a few points. Misses both, and they're off and running. They're looking for Salmon. Can't find him. A step back behind the arc. No good. Kaiser, again, skies for another, and he's fouled. Cade Kaiser back to the free throw line. 50-43, Bulldogs now poised to get this victory. I mean, it just this is the Bears taking advantage. Not Bears taking advantage of the inability of the Bulldogs to shoot free throws for the most part. I say that as Cade Kaiser drains yet another. So two more points. It's a nine-point game, largest lead by any team. And they're three-point hunting, and that one went in. (laughs) I don't think he called glass, but, hey, banks open tonight. But, listen, to add insult to injury, I think the Bulldogs got a piece of it that helped guide that one in. 
Wow, that three-pointer was by Damian Bagley, and he was just throwing up a prayer. I think at best he was maybe hoping for a foul to shoot three free throws. Asher just fouled out. But somehow it went in, so it's 52-46. And then on the ensuing possession, again, Kaiser was fouled. He made his last two, but he misses this one. At this rate, they may be shooting free throws after the game tonight. Splits the pair, does Cade Kaiser. Nine point, excuse me, seven point ball game. Another three from way behind, and another Cade Kaiser rebound. Seven seconds, they're not going to let it dribble it, not going to let him dribble it out. They foul him again with 5.6 seconds. He's Golden Bears. True to form all the way through, fighting, scratching, clawing all the way. Even at a point where the game would seem to be out of reach. Kate Kaiser doing his part to make sure it remains that way. And Cole Pride comes off the floor to a standing ovation from this home crowd. Donna had Several people coming into the shop today talking about, yeah, I'm going to the game tonight. It's senior night, right? I'm, I want to go see Cole Pride play. Oh! And a half-court oh. shot. <laughs> was, was that, that Sandman? I think that was Sandman. He just tossed it. Sandman from the big block B in the center of the floor as time expires just launches one all net. <laughs> he just tossed it. So that's going to do it. Double zeros on the clock, but not before the Golden Bears put three more in. Your final score, Bulldogs 55, Golden Bears 49. And that's just one point off the predictor. The predictor was 54-47, I believe, and it was 55-49. We'll step away briefly, get our thoughts together. Come back and tie a bow on this one and the Bulldog regular season. Here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. 
Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Let the veterans of foreign wars post 3183 do the cooking for you. DFW Post 3183 is having an open to the public country fried steak dinner this Saturday from 4.30 to 7.30 at the post on East Boeringer Street, downtown Batesville. Country fried steak with your choice of two sides, including mashed potatoes and gravy, corn or green beans, and a dessert, all for the low price of $14. That's an open to the public country fried steak dinner this Saturday. You rely on your internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work, and learn from home. So don't settle for anything less than the best. Great Plains Communications brings you fast, reliable services delivered by our high-capacity fiber network. Brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected. Speeds and availability may vary by location. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. And welcome back, Hoop fans. Welcome to the Post Game Show. And we have a final for you here from the Dog Pen. Bulldogs victorious in their final regular season game here at home. They defeat the Golden Bears 55-49. And um, not a one-possession game, but, boy, it was a back-and-forth affair. John Harrell had predicted the Bulldogs would win. He said it was going to be 56-48. Listen to this, folks. It was 55-49. A one-point swing there on either side of that. He really had this game dialed in. And that was including a half-court shot at the buzzer by Salmon. Um he was able to get that one to go as time expired. So, great night all around for these Bulldogs. As many of the games we've seen, it had its ebbs and flows. Bulldogs started out hot, uh, built up a little bit of lead, but foul trouble for many of the Bulldogs early. Kaiser, Grunk, and Pride all found themselves with two fouls early there in that first half. They spent time on the bench. And that kind of allowed the Golden Bears to hang around and actually get back in the ball game. It was tied at 14 after one, and then it was 25-22. A Golden Bear lead at the halftime break. And in the third quarter, the Bulldogs seemed to get re-energized on defense. There were several possessions where the Bulldogs were able uh, to just outlast, if you would, just remain patient. And outlast these speedy guards as they were just running all around the floor looking for openings, and there just weren't any. Um, the way that zone was collapsing on ball handlers, pinning them, and then, of course, they would quickly invert it from 2-3 to 3-2, just like that. Um, and that uh, also helped slow down some of those speedy guards. Bulldogs really started to establish some dominance there, uh, heading down the stretch of the third and going into the fourth quarter. But for the Golden Bears, it was their senior guard, Ollie Sandman, that scored his thousandth point in his basketball career. And for a brief moment, this crowd was united as both Bulldog fans and Golden Bear fans stood to salute and applaud the accomplishment, the thousand points for Sandman. But then it was back to business. And this battle between the Dogs and the Bears continued, and the Bulldogs really 
again, started to establish some dominance. They built as much as a nine-point lead. That's the most that they would lead by at any point in this ballgame. But even with the nine-point lead, the Bears would not go away. Bulldogs spent most of that fourth quarter in the bonus, so they were shooting free throws all along the way, and I assure you that'll be one of the things that Coach Garrett will have his team working on here in the off week. But they do what they needed to do to get the job done. They get the victory. They win this one, 55-49. And for the first time in a long time, back-to-back victories in this series for uh, the Bulldogs. And they now even the series up, oh, 17 wins for Shelbyville, 17 wins for the Bulldogs. Joining us now in the postgame show, Bulldog head coach Aaron Garrett. Coach, congratulations on the season. Congratulations on the win. How about them Bulldogs? They were something special tonight, weren't they? We, um, we challenged them at halftime because we jumped out to a lead. And then, as you guys have seen from up here at, at your broadcast booth, the second quarter was, was reverting back to what we had issues with in terms of being on our heels, not, not, facing, not facing aggressive defense with us also being aggressive and sweeping the basketball, pivoting, going downhill, going around somebody. And you saw that really happen a, a lot in the second half. But and I told them... We got We got to hit those free throws because we left the door open, left the door open, left the door open. We cannot do that in the sectional games and expect to, to have a chance to win a sectional championship. What I'm proud of is we got to the free throw line 24 times in a tough physical game, and we made it. We made an adjustment at halftime in terms of you saw our zone play in a way tonight. We morphed it to where mm. we haven't played that way in two years. Mm. To these guys' credit, because Shellyville creates a very, very different mix coming in from the season. They shot more threes and twos. As you guys saw tonight, they can make a lot of them. They made eleven of them. So you have to adjust. You, you, we can't. We couldn't play our zone our typical way because they had just too much firepower from outside. If those guys got an open window, they were knocking them down. And before I fail to do so, before we move on, congratulations to Sandman being a thousand point scorer in high right. school basketball and in right. the end a special. For example, in our hundred and three year history of Batesville basketball, we have eight of them. Wow! So kudos to that young man tonight, Coach. Um, it, it was senior night, and we'll, we'll spend some time talking about Cole Pride, but uh, one of your players tonight just really, the maturation process for this player was so evident tonight. I want you to talk a little bit about Carson Laker and his season-long transformation from being someone that teams picked on in terms of trying to get four steals and turnovers to tonight. He was a beast on the floor. And for fans to understand, we got to start at 6 p.m. Yeah. I, uh, it was after the North Decatur game, I think. So right there at the end of January, I, I, I decided to split Carson, have him start playing two JV quarters, three varsity quarters. Any way you cut it, and I know Carson very well saw it this way, that's a demotion. Right. Right. But I felt it was the best for him, which makes it the best for our basketball program. And those valuable, valuable reps that he got in those JV games, because tonight, JV, um, Shelbyville's JV team was good. They were pressuring from the get-go, so Connor got, or Carson got those valuable reps. He had a deep three tonight. He made a mistake in the JV game when he drove around somebody and tried to dish it off when he should have shot it. Right. This game, I thought he he airballed a three. I told him, hey, draw that attention, lift your chin, go right down the baseline. He did that. That's when we got a, a three from Gus. That's when we got a, a layup from Carson. So just in terms of and to be in a physical game where he's getting bumped around out there, mm-hmm. he created two offensive calls because they were just tired of him pestering them. Right. Carson Laker not too long ago would have also reacted, and, and now is it a double foul. Mm-hmm. Now, am I getting a warning about one of my players because he's not holding his cool? So, thanks for bringing that up. It's That's what makes this job fun is when you see kids mature, take lessons that have been taught, mm-hmm. fail forward, and then become better, and that's what Carson Laker exhibited. 
it's on senior night, your lawn senior course, Cole Pride. And, Coach, what does it mean to you as his head coach to see this crowd come out the way they did tonight on senior night, really to just thank this young man for what he's done this season? Yeah, and, he, and he's been a heck of a basketball player, right? But that is well down the list of why he, you feel such love for him in this gymnasium. He, he's been a double-double machine. He's led us all season statistically. But it's how, he, it's how he lives. It's how he treats people. Mm-hmm. It's his academics. He's, he's, I've, I've taught all these kids that are Batesville High School. He's in a very good class, and he's near the top of his class academically. So he takes care of the student part of student-athlete. And then just how he treats people. He's a lone senior. That could be very tough. He could have a big head and ego and attitude. He's got college coaches after him. But you wouldn't have a clue because right. he just treats his teammates well. And the admiration and love they have for him is, is palpable, and it's, it's, it's just cool to be around that, especially from teenage young men. Because right. as young men, we, we typically don't show those emotions or show that, that love for each other. And that's it's all how he was raised by, by Carmen and Clint, how Cole lived his life. The dude is special. Yeah. He's special on the basketball floor, but he's going he's gonna to make a special impact in this world too because it's just the, uh, the human being he is. And Terrence, how, how blessed am I? How lucky am I to coach all these guys? And then especially one the caliber of Cole Pride in all aspects. Yeah. I, I listen, from where you sit, um, it can't get much better. Last player that I, I want to shout out um, on the offensive end, um, Grunkmeyer leading uh, the Bulldogs 16 points tonight. Uh, he, um, wow, he really had his way early going on. His footwork was, <laughs> was impeccable um, tonight on the block. Yeah, and they were they came out. We we had him outsized, and, and Jack, Jack, I call him an old. We call him Grandpa sometimes. We, we call him he's a, he's an old school big. So Cole Pride, very obvious, right? Six right. eight, six eleven wingspan. But they were pretty physical with him in there, and he wasn't able to, to establish position the way the game was being called. That's fine. So we swapped him. We we got we got Cole loose early for a three from the perimeter. We start putting Grunk in the post. Found success. Ran some sets that could get that would end up with him at the ball. Because he had a mismatch. Because yeah. the dude is strong. He's skilled. You saw some of the old man post moves in terms of the fakes, mm-hmm. the up and unders. <laughs> but a huge play was we made them converge and put two on him. He's patient. He's patient. Sam Johnson calls his name. He mm-hmm. talks. Sam moved like we do in that set. Jack is strong. He used flex passing. Gets it out to Sam near the top of the key. And Sam hits a huge three. And it's awesome to see those things coming together in terms of just the teamwork. Yeah. So we were able to turn them inside out and use some of our – advantages against their disadvantages and like you said you you pinpointed jack was at the at the center of that and what a luxury i had to have two totally different bigs that can just play off each other well coach um so this is your final tune-up heading into uh uh sectional play here the second season you've got the bye um i'll ask you your opinion of that age-old debate rust versus rhythm you guys won't play competitively until Friday night. Um, your take on that? The the luxury I have with this group, like we'll go an, we'll go about an hour on the floor tomorrow, mm-hmm. clean up some things for the night, go over some offensive schemes, shoot some free throws, right, get some shots up, just get them up and moving, get their yeah. body loosened up. Saturday we'll go a solid hour and a half, and then as we get into the next Monday, Tuesday. This group competes. Yeah. So, Terrence, what we found some success with here, especially in February, we can shorten the practice time. But it doesn't matter if it's a shooting drill. If we're doing a six- or eight-minute game to simulate a quarter, Jack and Cole are off each other. Sam and Kate are off each other. Gus and Carson are off each other and down the line. And, dude, it's some fun basketball to watch. Yeah. I mean, they're going after each other. It, it always ends up within a possession or two. 
because there's some there's some penalties on the line. There's some running on the line. Yeah. And, and but first and foremost, these dudes don't want to run, but they don't want to lose. Right. So we may not be competitive in front of the in front of the fans like tonight, but there'll be some competitive basketball take place in this gymnasium as we ramp up for Friday. Good deal. Well, Coach, uh, I won't hold you. Uh, congratulations again on closing out the regular season, and uh, we really truly look forward um, to uh, sectional play coming up next week. And Terrence, you said earlier in the interview, I appreciate the fans that came out to support the whole group, but especially Shower Cole Pride with such love. They, they saw, they, they're seeing a special group of guys mm-hmm. that just play hard together, so I'm, I'm excited. We capped his home career off like in this fashion, and I think we've got a really, really good chance to cap it off in even higher fashion next weekend. No Thank doubt you. about it. That was Bulldog head coach Aaron Garrett joining us here in the post-game show. And wow, that was a game. That was a game. And that I can't think of a better way or a better game to cap out the season. Like I said, I don't know how long they've been playing Shelbyville. I don't know who dreamt that up, but it's the right opponent to close out your season. And again, they've been doing that here for the past several uh, several years, and every one of these games is so, so competitive. Um, and the Bulldogs finally able to get uh, back-to-back victories. And as we mentioned, with this win here tonight, they even this thing up at 17 wins apiece. I mean, what more can you ask for? That, I mean, that's dead even. That's great. What more could you ask for? Let's love this game in Shelbyville. I'm craving me some Applebee's out of now. You know? <laughs> Go ahead, give us the scoring on how we finished up, and let's tie a bow on this one. All right, Shelby. Well, interesting. Before we do that, they had 14 each in the first quarter. They had 19 each in the fourth quarter. The real defining term was that the middle two quarters, 11-8 mm-hmm. in favor of Shelbyville. 14-5 in favor of Batesville for quarter number three. There's your difference maker. Right. 49 total points for Shelbyville. 17 of 41 overall, 41.5%. 11 of 27 from beyond the arc, 41%. 4 of 6 from the free throw line, 67%. They were led by and joint leading all players. Ollie Sandman, he had 16 points, followed by Keaton Claxton with 15. Spoiler alert, they all came from beyond the arc. Mm, mm, mm. He is going to be something special. He's a freshman. Of course, he's yeah. a freshman. Aiden Asher had 11. And then three contributed by Damon Badgley, two from Jackson Parker and Ethan Lambert. For the Bulldogs, 55 total points, 18 of 38 overall, 47.4%. Four of 10 from beyond the arc, 40%. And 15 of 24, 63% from the free throw line. The other person joining Sandman leading all scorers would be Jack Grunkmeyer with 16 points. He was followed by Kate Kaiser and Sam Johnson with 11 each, Cole Pride with 10, Gus Prickle with 5, and Carson Laker with 2. So an all-around good night here on Senior Night for the Bulldogs. They get the job done on the season. They move to 17-6. and six. Uh, 16-6. and 16-6. Got a six. Yeah, are we giving double points for this one? I got a 16th game somewhere because uh, on the uh, Herald site, it's got them at 16-9 and nine and and maybe nope, nope. I'm pretty sure it's got it's 15. You're right. Six. Bulldogs go to 16 and six on the season, and the Bears fall to nine and 13. Bears will be in action Tuesday night, taking on East Central in their first uh, game in the postseason. Bulldogs will have to play the game of wait and see as they drew the bye, and they will play the winner on Friday night. They'll play the winner between Rushville and Franklin County. Both teams, by the way, Bulldogs have victories 
over both of those teams in the regular season. But you know, like I know, John, none of that matters when no. you get to the postseason. So we will have to see how it goes. We'll have that game for you right here on Country 103.9, as well as many other sectional um, battles throughout the week. You want to go to Southeastern Indiana's most visited website, wrbiradio.com. Click on the Sports tab, then Sports Schedule to see all the games we'll be covering for you that week. And to really get you ready to go, you'll want to check out Coach's Corner Monday night at 6 p.m. as we will have our boys sectional preview show we'll be talking to all count them all 10 of the head coaches throughout southeastern indiana that'll be participating in uh, sectional play next week you don't want to miss that show that is going to do it for us here on tonight's broadcast want to thank uh everyone including our sponsors that made uh, this game possible we would not be able to bring you uh, these broadcasts without the financial support that they provide. So we'll thank them once again. They are Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bronze Gutswiller, George's Pharmacy and Medical Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Market Mary Health, and Ivy Tech Community College. So from all of us here at WRBI, including Jeff back at the station and my partner in crime here beside me, John Heil, this is Terrence Arney saying thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.